Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, this week we talk about how to be the authority in your industry, how to find your voice, how to find perspective. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you are notified each week as we go live on Mondays with expert interviews and Thursdays with deeper dives on different content that is top of mind. If you are looking to start a podcast, by the way, I am looking to take on a couple of clients right now and would love to jump on the phone with you to hear your ideas. Go to brandonbrands.com slash apply and I'll follow up to schedule a call. Now, for those of you that aren't ready for a coach, but do want some DIY podcasting advice, how to do it yourself, how to learn on your own, because that's how you like to learn. Uh, I do love that idea. I am happy to help and support you in that. So to do that, uh, I'm excited to announce and let you guys know if you haven't heard already that I've created what I'm calling the Pod Life Challenge. It's a 30-day DIY podcasting challenge to help you get started with ease. It, basically, I took how I got started and mapped it out for you. You get all the tips and tricks and the support of my community backing you up. And if that interests you, just go to podlifechallenge.com to check it out. So as we get into today's episode, it is the Podlife Challenge that has got me thinking about my content this week. Basically, this idea of how to be the authority in your industry is why I created this challenge to begin with. It's why I started a podcast. It's why I started finding my perspective. And in doing that and figuring out you know, how I can help people with finding perspective, I you know, created this idea because I really was trying to solve this, this question of why do so many people not work on finding their voice or using their voice I think it's such an important tool. It's really what helped me. It's a question that I struggled with. How do I find my voice? How do I become more than just another employee in a corporation? And in seeking that out uh, and trying to become an authority in my market, I learned a lot along the way and I wanted to share that with you guys. And in one of the interviews I had that really stands out uh, to me as speaking to this topic, I spoke with Brian Fanzo. This is back during episode 56. And in that episode, we talked about, uh, we called it the next generation of live branding, but basically a lot about uh, live broadcasting, about podcasting, basically about speaking and becoming an authority and how he did it because he's a very notable speaker these days. And one of the questions I asked him was, you know, why do so many people not work on finding their voice or using their voice? And here's what he said. And I think for, for a lot of people too, I think it's not even the fact that they don't know if they have a voice, it's they don't know where to start. And there's this there's this weird 
in, you know, inflection that we have where we're like, I'm not an expert. And like the breaking news is nobody's an expert and nobody wants to hear from an expert. We want to hear your point of view on your experience and your way of translating and putting it out there. Now, I agree. People do want to hear your perspective. They do want to hear what you have to say. But that problem being they don't know where to start. None of us know where to start when you're looking at something brand new for the first time. I didn't know where to start. And that message stood out to me. So if we don't know where to start, what do we do? It is a simple concept, right? That any task is daunting when you don't know the steps to it. But if you break things down to the step-by-step processes, or even just look at the first step you have to take, suddenly it becomes a little less intimidating. I think that's true of everything we do in our lives. It's just trying to figure out what that first step is that we can take that removes the fear and the boundaries of us getting uh, to where we want to go by moving forward. And it's how I thought about podcasting when I got started was, man, what can I do to just get going? And The next thing that once you start moving is you start to think about, well, we have this moment, right, where when we're about to start or we just get started, say, okay, I'm just going to record something today, where we say to ourselves, well, you know what, I'm not the expert on this, so how do I talk about something in a way that doesn't make me feel fake, that doesn't put me out there in a way that I'm not comfortable, uh, where I can talk with confidence about something that, where I'm not feeling like I'm a fraud, right, that imposter syndrome that you hear a lot about. And I experienced this when creating content about marketing for the first time. I was in marketing forever, but creating content about it on topics that were maybe adjacent, but not specifically things that I had done before, you start to question, like, am I someone that people want to listen to? And even again, now that I'm coaching in podcasting, you start to think about, is this something that people want to hear from me? And where I ground myself in this uh, is that, We all feel like that at the beginning. We all have something that we think, is this something that I should be telling people? And the truth is, if you are someone that's been through it, you're someone that's done something that's similar, you can easily share people what you did, tell them the stories of the experiences you had, the steps you took. And whether all the steps were successful or not is not the point, right? Because the steps that weren't successful, you can share that as well. Share your failures, share your your wins. And maybe those ideas are what help people take those steps themselves and move a little faster and skip the mistakes that you made and move down that path, right? And another thing that Brian said was, you know, we want to hear your point of view based on your experience. And why is that, right? Now, I know that there are people that have been exactly where I was that were struggling in their in their purpose and trying to understand how do I become more than what I am in my job, in my career, in my life, whatever it is. And as you as I was going through that and I found ways to feel like I was becoming more relevant in my industry, I know there are people that were feeling the same way uh, that are at their, that point now that I was a year, year and a half ago. And they could benefit in A, finding someone they can relate to, but B, by me passing on what I learned. And that idea is what drives me. It is something that makes me feel like I have something of value to share. And I know that for a lot of us, we want to feel like 
we have all of it figured out. And it's just not always the case that we get that chance. So my next question was, I was talking to Brian about, you know, how do you know what works for you or what you should talk about? You know, how do you find that clarity of, you know, what's the thing and how should I say it? Because we always want to have that worked out first. We always want to feel like we are having, uh, working in some, with some direction, right? And that clarity piece, I feel like is really difficult. You know, how do you find clarity in something you haven't done before? How do you know what's going to work for you and what you should talk about? And here's what he said. And the big piece with me of pressing the damn button is you won't know what works or what's comfortable until you put it out there. And then once you get comfortable and you put it out there, now I'm saying, okay, let's put a strategy behind it. Let's not just, you know, spray fire everywhere. But until you press the damn button, you can't have a strategy. Like it's so, it's amazing how many people get stuck on the strategy phase when you're like, how do you even know what works? Are you comfortable telling your story? Now, for a lot of you out there, if you have been playing this back in your head, it probably sounded familiar, right? That you won't know until you put it out there what is going to work for you. So trying to be very strategic and find clarity before you've ever done something can prove very difficult. And now I'm letting that sink in because a lot of us have trouble. We're almost paralyzed by this idea of taking action with no plan of moving forward without knowing what direction to step. And what's funny is I talked about this in uh, another episode, but the idea of that it's in the action taking that we find clarity. It's not the other way around a lot of the time. It's hard to find clarity if you've taken no action, but in the action taking, you can find your clarity because you won't know how things work for you. You won't know what you like and don't like, what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you want to say, what you don't want to say until you put it out there. And that idea of having to move, of having to try to then look back and find clarity, I think a lot of people miss. They don't realize that by starting to take action, by going to the gym, for example, you then realize that you can go to the gym on a consistent basis just by simply taking the action of going to the gym. Or those of you that are uncomfortable with public speaking, that by trying to public speak and doing it a few times, you then start to develop the skills you need and confidence you need to get better at public speaking. Those of you that want to put themselves out there but are have fear around that and are not sure of like, how do I find a better way to do it so they're not fearful, you don't realize that just by taking the action of putting yourself in environments where you need to network is what's going to move you towards being a better networker. And it's true in every example you can come up with. It is in taking the action that we find the clarity we need and the repetition that you need to become confident in something. And that's the same thing with this idea of finding your voice and creating your own perspective is you need to start doing it so that you can then look back on it and become clear on what it is that you actually want to be known for, to be an authority in, to be creating content around. And then, as Brian says so eloquently, then you can put your strategy behind it after you start. You could then look back, because none of us want to just be doing things randomly. You can then look back and say, okay, now that I've been doing this for a little bit, what are the things that tend to resonate with me that seem to be working that are living in my comfort level? And where can I go to start to put a strategy behind this after I've started? And that same idea 
that same clarity, uh, that same idea of taking action gets a lot of people to ask the idea of like, why, you know, why do I need to put a strategy behind it? Why do I need to have this clarity, this focus? Cause you've heard the words, but where, what's the big point of having that? And for me, the reason why you want clarity is so that you know where you're going, but even more importantly, the bigger question you should be is why did I need to take action other than just the idea of doing it and to get clarity. But the reason that it works, the reason that you wanted to take action first is because this idea that I like to talk about called benchmarks and baselines, which is if you have done something for any period of time, you can now look back at it and measure it. You can measure how you felt. You can measure the the way it went, how successful it was, the impact you had, and start to feel out based on that benchmark or baseline, what do I want to do next? It gives you the inputs you need for future clarity. It's, it gives you data, right? It's like internal data that reprograms the things in our head, the bad data we've gotten growing up that says, you know, when you tried this thing before, it didn't work for you. Now you're creating new data that says, okay, I tried this thing in a clear environment and said, how do I make this work for me? And okay, I look back at it and say, okay, this is what, what was good, what was bad. And now if I want to do it again, let me try to fix the things that I didn't like and try to try new things that I haven't tried yet. And you start moving forward with these baselines and benchmarks that you, whether you know it or not, you are processing in your head. Because I guarantee you, when I was recording for the first time, I said, um, probably a thousand times. And I lost my train of thought multiple times, had to take complete breaks, look back at material and start all over again. And this is how it goes. You are learning and you're making mistakes. And then after you do it over and over and over again, you start to realize that your brain and your body and your mind is interpreting those actions you took before and fixing them. The things you've witnessed and observed and create benchmarks around you say, gosh, I wish I would say less ums. You start to benchmark that in your head and you start to take those out and replace them with better behaviors because you've created that baseline. Those inputs are starting to be useful to you and starting to create clarity around how you can become better at the thing you are chasing. Now, I asked Brian for some advice on what are some mistakes people make or what is some advice you have for people who are getting started? Uh, what would you do first and how do you avoid some of those mistakes? And here's what he said. The, the where I think people go wrong is they start where, try to start where their audience is first. And that's just one more variable that gets you to not do it. And so my, my recommendation to people is start where you're most comfortable. If you like to talk, create a podcast. And you're like, if you like, if you love mind video, and you like walking and talking, do walking and talking on live video. If you've been comfortable on webinars and, and, and delivering on webinars, go live on, you know, on a web camera through Facebook live using a tool like zoom. If you're more comfortable, you know, writing, you know, get out there and do a cadence where you're like, okay, this is an episodic series. I'm going to do, you know, uh, 10 episodes. And this is going to be my story, putting it out there, whatever it is, start where you're most comfortable. And then once you get used to it, then you move to your second part. Podcasting for me was the answer. I will, I will say without hesitation, my success, my career, my business, with especially with video, would not have existed without podcast. Now, what I like about this is he says that people try to start where the audience is first, and that's a mistake. Now, I want to dive on that a little bit deeper because he does clarify it, but I want to kind of emphasize what I take from that. And it's that when you start 
with where you think the audience is. What that means to me is what you've heard is trendy or what you've seen other people do. You try to replicate that. You might say, well, I know that a ton of people are posting on Instagram, so I guess I'll start there. Or you say, oh, I know a lot of people are doing YouTube videos now, so I guess that's where I should start. And a lot of the problem with that is you're not leading with what's comfortable for you. You're leading with what you've seen is popular. And the trick to that, the thing that the advice I'm getting from Brian in this statement is that you should work towards those things that are popular, but that's not where you start. You should start where you're comfortable. And to me, that's you have three choices, right? You can, you can write something, you can say something, or you can record something on video. And it's you know audio or pot or written or video visual. So and in the media world landscape we're in now, that's basically a blog or articles of some sort from the written standpoint. Uh, it's podcasting for audio or audio clips, and it's video like YouTube for that part of it. So in picking one of those three things, you have to figure out what's that thing out of those three that you're comfortable with. And he's admitted that podcasting for him is what was easiest, but then he transitioned into video and live content and produced content uh, along the way, but he had to start with podcasting. Now, podcasting may not be what's right for you. You might be a tremendous writer because maybe in your job right now, you write all the time and that might be something you're comfortable with, or you might just be a natural talent at that. And if that's the case, then yeah, get started writing a blog. I'll tell you what, when I started, because I wasn't exposed to podcasting, I actually started writing first. And I tell you what, it didn't come naturally to me. Uh, I was able to get it done, but what it did do is it helped me frame some of my thoughts. And then when I tried podcasting, I just turned a a recording app on and started talking. I was looking at my blog and saying, okay, what of this do I want to talk about? And in some cases, when I was kind of playing around with it and experimenting, I said, you know, I'm just going to read this blog. I didn't like how that turned out, but I had to go through that to kind of get used to how do I translate my ideas that I've written down into ideas that I can put out there while talking. And the advantage of that for me was that writing just takes a long time for me. But if I'm talking in a podcast format, I could talk and get all my ideas out much, much easier and, and faster than I could in any other format. So that's what was really comfortable for me. And I think for a lot of people, conversation is what comes easiest to us. Maybe not talking, just like talking, 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 like we're doing here, but maybe an interview, maybe a conversation with a friend uh, does come easy. And I think that's why I advocate for podcasting as one of the first places any of us should start. But you've got to look at that for you. Where do you want to start that's comfortable? And if you can get past that barrier of getting started, then you will be on your way to building that perspective, which is what generates your authority in the industry that you have chosen. So that's basically the message for today, guys. If you want to find your voice, get some perspective, what you have to do is start by getting some of that perspective out of you and out into the world. And the best way to do that is to start creating. And whether that's written, visual, or a podcast like this, I encourage you to get out there and start creating so that you can work towards becoming that respected authority in your industry. I hope you guys have found value in that. Hope it motivates you. And if you guys 
are interested in audio, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the Pod Life Challenge is out there for you. It's a tool I've created for you to get moving. I work with you and send you tips via email uh, and have given you some habits to do each week so that you can get going. So check that out, the Pod Life Challenge. It's at www.podlifechallenge.com. And I hope you guys participate. And if not, I hope you guys take a step in any direction and share that story with me. And I'm always available. You can go to brandonbrands.com and hit me up any way you can find on that website. There's lots of ways to get a hold of me. So hope you guys, other than that, have a great week and keep on creating. And I look forward to talking to you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.